I want to welcome you to Street Writers, the best way to kill 10 minutes. Other than, well, writing. Let's get to the first section. Take a swing at this. These are tips, tricks, and sleight of hand to power up your pencil and percolate your brain. So, that's awesome. Yeah, let's do it, man. All right, so this is going to be the first tip, and it's really kind of a bit of our philosophy here, which is take writing off its high horse. Writing is an intimidating kind of thing, and people feel I need to get in a cave, or gee, I want to write like George Bernard Shaw, or if I only had all the money in the world, or if I could take this course or that course. And sure. If you break all that Be shit down. Yeah, and if you just break it down, mm -hmm. it's you, pen, pencil, paper, That's whatever. Discipline. Yeah, iPhone, Throw things yourself like that. into it. Just, just yeah. do it. Do the craft. Do yeah. the work. And when you look at people who have written and done well, who was a cab driver, who was a Vietnam vet, who was somebody who's never written a word in their life and then just had to spew it out, Jack Kerouac writing on mm -hmm. a toilet paper kind of thing. It's good advice. Does it help? Just saying it to people and saying just do it, even for yourself. Right. How do you how do you push past that sometimes? Well, I think there is an intimidation factor, and I think that you fight every day. We put this on a high horse, like it takes something I don't have to write. Uh, it takes this course or this book. Even if I take those, I may be just thinking I can't do it. Yeah. So it is a bit of a confidence thing, but I think if you think we're all in the street. You know, we're all just freaking fighting to write. So. Just grind it, grind in, and do the work. It sounds. Like we're underplaying it, I think, a little bit, making it easier than it is. But I think that is what, what any real craft is about. Right. You just have to go into it and, and do it. Right. And that's what I know we've always yeah. done. And yep. it, it helps if you have, I think, a definition of what that goal is. Mm -hmm. And you can establish some things around that. If it's an assignment for somebody and you just hang it over your desk and say, I've got to do this. If it's your own piece of fiction or your own play or your own script... Just, just hanging that goal up there mm -hmm. and just getting getting to it. Get mm -hmm. to it. Get to the words and approach it as a craft, as right. a discipline, and not as I gotta wait for the muse to hit me. Right. I gotta go take that program, I gotta read that book. Mm -hmm. I think the high horse is also getting yourself lost in uh, a shit ton of excuses sometimes. Right. And and I think you said the right word, it's grind. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing easy about it. And I think if you know that going in, you're not going to have a party or a parade. So if you know that and you are willing to grind, which is what this hopefully podcast is going to get across. It's going to be a grind for the listeners. Be, <laughs> if you can grind your way to listening to this shit. shit. Right, exactly. But I think that's the point is that empty page is always a grind. That yeah. first draft is a grind. And I think there's no magic formula. There's no lofty plan to it. Mm -hmm. It's just you getting in the mud, getting dirty on the street, and getting the next freaking word down. Right. You know? That's the challenge. That's the panic. And when you're not precious about it, right. I think in the same way, you don't get hung up. Right. If you were, if it, it doesn't take away from the beauty of it, and right. the artistry of it, right. and what you're ultimately going to accomplish in one way or the other, because mm -hmm. there's obviously magic things that come out of those words, but at the same time, just do it. Yeah. It sounds yeah. again like we're oversimplifying it. But Nike esque, but you just jump in right. and, and push through right. and push some things onto that screen, push some things onto that page. Go back then. And maybe yeah. you take away ninety eight percent of what you just did, but now you got two percent more to do. Right. The way I think is a lot of people because they think there's something missing, don't get to it. They're listening to us sure. for 10 minutes instead of doing the damn writing or they're write, reading a book about it or they find a new formula. 
but this may hasten them back to writing <laughs> because it's like we've been we're three four minutes in now and it did enough that's I right. should be writing <laughs> that's right so this helps you guys out there because why would you listen to this shit where well, you could be writing your own exactly but if you are still here I think that's what we both do and laugh about is you know just write write whatever the hell you want we have tips coming up like write shit and you'll we'll get into mm-hmm. that in further episodes and we'll give you tips because the, we use these tips. Absolutely. And so it's something to think about. But the first thing to think about is you are freaking ready right now to write. If you want to grind, if you want to haul, if you want to get dirty with it, get into a street fight, that's why you're here. And we'll try to help you with that. They beat us to the punch. This is admiring the craft or just being jealous of it. I love Esquire because... It just has such a cool, hip, snarky way of writing that reaches everybody mm-hmm. from, you know, old dudes like me to, you know, 20, 18-year-old kids. But I got a kick out of I was reading an article in uh, the most recent uh, Esquire, and, you know, they have those little throwaway columns, yeah. right? And it's just another, like, a sideline thought and stuff. But the amount of care this guy put into this little sideline thing. Yeah, Rage Against the Bro Hugs. I'm just gonna read what this guy wrote. And his name is Michael Haney. And it's just this little blurb, but the, the first paragraph is, can we just return to the days when two men greeted each other with a handshake and did not feel the need to exchange some kind of awkward and ultimately false intimate moment? Ronald Reagan greeting Mikhail Gorbachev? No bro hug. I ask you, what the hell does the bro hug mean in a world where you see creepy bad date mashups of it on every NFL draft day, every group of 20 summit, and every country music awards show? It's like your 1970s grandfather, eager to seem with it, saying, slap me five, soul brother. Stiff, white palm extended like a toll booth attendant. I think we need to bring back... The slap me five soul brother. That's what I want to replace the bro hug with. I'm gonna I'm gonna start wearing. I'm gonna get the hair replacement. I'm gonna get the big fro. Uh-huh. I don't know how I grow that in, or maybe there's a fro toupee. I think there's a Jerry curl uh, session coming up on this. <laughs> but what's really cool is whatever the hell you're writing, don't don't mail it in. Mm-hmm. Put the time in. Make something really special. And out that's of what it. impressed you about. This. Yeah, you got the sense this guy really brought brought his game to it. Like and he didn't have column. to. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to. I mean, we all read... Esquire, he's probably got some... Editor telling him. Tell me, you better bring it. Or <laughs> next week, it's the podunk, you know, weekly. <laughs> but I love that. I love it. And like, if you see a movie with a minor character that's mm-hmm. supposed to move something along, mm-hmm. and he's just supposed to be there to deliver the toast at, you know, room service or right. something. So many different places are the sideline article. They're just kind of mailing it in. They're just, okay, mm-hmm. here's your toast, sir, or... Can we get rid it's like of the a state of the union speech. But it's also a great way to look at, at where you can find your themes and your ideas because this is such classic emperor has no clothes mm-hmm. idea. And how, and he's calling out an obvious bit of stupidity mm-hmm. that we've all now adopted into our social lives. Right. And now you're going to look at it after having read this differently the next time you greet somebody. Right. At least I will. Right, right, right. right. And, and there's things like that all around you all the time. So when yeah. you're struggling for the idea, the way to approach things... That's a great formula. Yeah, yeah. Where where can you call bullshit on something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> everybody is taking yeah. it for granted and yeah. have some fun with it. Yeah, right? and it's you're right. It's observational mm-hmm. skills here. You know, yeah. shit we see every day. He, he called it out. You know, so good for him. When you get down there and you're going to street fight, then fight for good shit. Don't fight for mailing it in stuff. I like to keep weaving that theme in there. I'm you're doing it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm all about selling, baby. Sell, sell, sell. 
Let's move into hit us with your best shot. We want to hear from you guys. We want to know what you're working on. We want you to comment on what you've heard and what others are working on, including us. So in this early episode, we don't know any of you yet. So we're going to talk about we what we're doing ourselves. <laughs> That's right. We're stuck in this little phone booth and looking at each other like we're going to have to the explain. acoustics are great. <laughs> we're going to have to explain to our wives we're in this little room. But we're going to talk about something that Dan's working on. I just finished a project, maybe the first part of a project, which was kind of cool, where I, I got uh, an association with these guys running a toy company out of the Southwest. And they've been releasing these toys. They're pretty cool. I don't want to reveal what it is yet, but they wanted to develop a big backstory behind it. So it wasn't just the toys. Nice. They wanted to create this almost Star Wars universe behind it yeah. so that in the next generation of toys that they're coming out, kids and even adults would have an idea of what it's about, the theme nice. around it. So I worked with them for the last couple of weeks developing this story, coming up with this mm -hmm. big, epic, universe-spanning ideas. It was a very collaborative wow. thing. And Shit. It's just, you're jumping in with new people, people right. who haven't done comics right. or any sort of storytelling like this. They mm -hmm. were developing these, these toys, but they had a lot of great ideas, they had yeah. a lot of great influences. So you start to also realize, as you write things like this with new people, the necessity to always be clear about what your intention is, because I put things forward yeah. that I thought were perfectly clear. Right, and they didn't. Maybe they weren't getting it. Or right. at one point, uh, you know, they said, well, is there gonna be some action in this scene? And, that was, <laughs> and in my intention, yes. So this, that's another word of saying, is, your shit was boring. This is not gonna be you know, my, my dinner with, uh, with Andre and, and aliens. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in, in my head, it was all there. But right. sometimes you need to put that on the screen or the page. Right, right, right. Oh, that's so, cool, man. So, all right, you heard it here first. When they sell it to Star Wars and Lucas, you heard the man who did it. So that's it for today, guys. We, uh, we don't want to waste any more time. We are street writers, yeah. Mark and Dan. We will catch you next time.